In this week's episode of the Past the Everything podcast, we unpack and update the James Corden restaurant drama, a confusing candy corn recall, a data-supported list of the best and worst candies in the United States, and a sweet safety concern that honestly just inspires a craving. Closing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Past the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Dude, we were just talking about some very cancelable material oh, just yeah. before we started. Oh, yeah. That's all we can say about that. Mm-hmm. We can just record everything, everything. Right. Yeah. I like how every, a lot of episodes now, it's just us teasing people with like how fun we are when we're not recording and Man. then being like, listen to our podcast. <laughs> You'd like us much better. <laughs> If you were just sitting here before and after the podcast, but not going to get that. Worst material ever. All right. Man, (laughs) if you should just hear the shit we say off the mic. You should just hear the shit we're never going to let you hear. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. He is my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast. We'll call him PTE. He started the past, the everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And over the past week, he had a wild turkey Thursday. Wild turkey Thursday. I forgot what day it was. I had, I had to, to look ask it up you. Now. I was like, can we yeah. do the alliteration of wild turkey Wednesday? Yeah. No, it was Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it is Thursday. Um, had a really good dinner in New Orleans. That was a combined event with wild turkey. And I'll go into more of that when I talk about my food high and low moments of the week. And she's Ashley, my wonderful co-host, who commits her talents, both production and on air, to the radio and the podcast. I'm not going to lie, I already forgot your intro. Is it Wandering Emo? Is sure, it, whatever you want to call yeah, me. Yeah, the Wandering Emo. The We need to talk about this. Okay, so okay. if you haven't seen the news. <laughs> by that you mean your Instagram story? Or stories? if you don't follow me no, on Instagram. But, but the actual news, because this was a really big thing and you were in the middle of it. I'm excited to talk about it. Where were you this past oh, week? I'm so glad you're excited. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. Because I'm still pissed. <laughs> Where, the sad music. Where were you this past weekend? I was one of 80,000 mm. elder millennial emo kids mm-hmm. in Vegas. Uh-huh. First time. First, yes, first time. Congratulations. For the first day of the first ever <laughs> when we were young, uh-huh. one day festival. All right. So what happened is when they first announced this, mm-hmm. people were like, holy shit, oh my God, so many bands. And it sold out. Everyone, it was a one-day festival. Everyone freaked out. Everyone freaked. Mm-hmm. As they should. Is it a massive lineup. Like, I was like, how does it even this sound? poster? Oh my God. Yeah. Even like the small print were headliners elsewhere. It was fucking bonkers. Yeah, at some point in our history, yes, all of these people have headlined tours, have been on Warp Tour, are all back together for the yeah. first time in forever. Exactly. Oh my God, everybody's freaking out. So the first day sold out. Boom. They were like, yo, we've released another day of the same lineup. Sold out. Mm-hmm. Yo, we're going to do it again on the following weekend, just one day. Boom, sold out. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. all three days sold out. Okay. So we're there for the very first day of the first time they ever have at this festival at the festival grounds in Vegas. Yeah. There's five stages. Mm-hmm. It's a one day thing. This whole massive lineup, you're going to have to make some choices. Yeah. We had bought VIP tickets because we're like, we're honestly too old 
to be jostled you don't around. Be, you don't want to be rocking out. And did, did you say jostled around? That's the word that we've been using all weekend. Okay. You are, you're need, just throwing out J-bombs uh-huh, everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't need to be in the mosh pit. I don't need to be waiting in three-hour porta potty lines. I mean, you would be getting seriously jostled. So I can't I can't uh, argue with you against that. I don't want to be please. way at the back for my chemical romance. You know, I want yeah. a good Not seat. getting jostled around. You have lots of space, your own bathroom. You I can, can see the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, you pay for convenience. We're, we're getting older now. I get it. I paid for a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we arrived in Vegas. There was a lot of weird little things that tipped me off. That little, I sh- little? That I should have connected <laughs> that like my luck was not great going into this. Yeah. Like the clothes that I ordered, none of them arrived until after I had gotten already to Vegas. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, none of those pants arrived. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Here I am with no pants. <laughs> <laughs> Got out of the car at the airport in New Orleans to get on the plane and immediately stepped on a dead bird in the road. I was like, what? Okay. Okay. Did your friend yell, bird? She goes, bird. (laughs) And I didn't. If someone says bird at you, you don't think like, oh, there must be a dead one on the ground by my foot. You would duck your head and look up. Yes. yes. Crunch immediately. Dead bird in the road outside. I was like, oh, great. Okay. Uh, we get to Vegas and our third friend whose name is on the reservation doesn't arrive for several hours. So we can't get into the hotel room. Awesome. So Why would this friend, by the way, not also put I don't other, know. okay, we're I throwing don't know. that's a small detail. Right. Okay. Basic planning one-on-one. Pants, yeah. okay. bird, reservations. <laughs> okay. So we're like, well, let's just get real drunk. And we got like the biggest margaritas I've ever seen. Fine. Great. I did see that. And I was like, oh, her trip is off to a good start. She is somehow found another place with you are the queen of finding margaritas the size of your head. <laughs> yeah. Nashville and now Las Vegas. Like you <laughs> genuinely find places with like, would you like a bucket of margarita for $5? Yes, yes, please. And I would like to be able to dip my face in it. I just like how nearly two hours later you posted a story again of an empty glass. We and you're did like, it. this might take me a while, but I finished it. I'm like, oh, she's hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were going to a drag show that night. So we like hurried and put our face Faces on once she arrived, my phone died, and I was like, "Oh man, I can't document this show, and it's amazing." Mm-hmm. And then the next day, we're getting ready to go to the festival, and they canceled it one hour before the gates opened. So everyone's getting ready, probably near right, right, like wrapping up, getting ready, and you're leaving the hotel to go to the festival, and you get like what an alert on your phone saying, "Sorry, it's not happening." What's the deal? You would think we'd all get a text, an email, or whatever. And it was really just saw it through social media. Oh, okay. And then got the email later. Yeah. Oh, good times. Okay. So the, the super dedicated fans, the, the crazies were already there. Yeah. All the, by the way, all the dedicated fans, they're in Las Vegas because they flew into town for this event. Yeah. So there, yeah. So always, so there's already dedicated people at the festival. Yeah, they want to be the people that, as they oh. call it, ride the rail. You know, they yes, want to be yes, like yes, very yes. front, yes. front row. Yeah. So no matter who's playing all day, they're camping out at the stage that My Chemical Romance is going to be at later, later, later that night. Like okay. they're there at gate opening for the headliner. Okay. Twelve hours later. Yes. Whatever. Cool. To each their own. I'll be in VIP with my with my white claw. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to my own little potty real fast and come back. <laughs> yeah. And still got <laughs> stage front view. Not be jostled. Not jostled. <laughs> but you know what? Okay. I didn't have to do any of that. I didn't have any choices to make about which bands to see because they canceled the entire day due to um, high gusting winds. Mm-hmm. That apparently they and the National Weather Service had been watching for a minute, but didn't think to like 
secure anything. Apparently, allegedly. 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 Or they couldn't secure it enough, or I don't know. My thing is cancel it the day before. Okay. Like, I agree. Maybe even before any of us had gotten on a plane. Or I don't know. Day, even day of, I can understand. That was a weird breathy thing I just did there. The day before thing, I can completely understand. Or the day of, I can understand. But the way it went about, they went about canceling it was really weird. And this is what we talked about earlier on the phone, which I thought was really funny. Because I remember when this festival came out and the lineup came out. And you were really excited for it. And I was looking into it. And I was like, this feels kind of weird. Like, it just feels like... This is way too much for a single day. And they kept like tacking on these extra days, but just like copy pasting Mm -hmm. the same lineup. And I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense because if you've ever been to any festival ever, like this is not how it works. And it didn't even seem like they were doing it because they were like trying to like tease out the demand. It genuinely felt like they were not prepared for tickets to sell out so fast. And so they just kept tacking on more days and doing other things, which to me is indicative of we are not, planned or prepared to actually put on this festival. And so when I was watching your stories and seeing everything going down, I was like, I'm kind of not surprised. This whole thing seems kind of shady. And do you want to go into like the tinfoil hat time with it? (laughs) Tinfoil hat. (laughs) Look, I've been to festivals that are multi-day things like a weekend long festival. Yes. I've been in experiences where the weather is bad Mm -hmm. or an artist can't make it for whatever reason. Yeah. The difference is those festivals are usually Mm multi-day. So when they say like, oh, there's lightning in the area, we apologize, we're going to keep an eye on the weather, we're going to delay the opening of the gates. At this point, we plan on opening the gate at 3 p.m. today. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to rearrange whatever artists were supposed to be first thing in the morning and we will release an updated schedule. Mm Mm-hmm. Never protocol have I done a thing where they're like, mm, whole day canceled. Yeah. It's supposed to get windy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. To it, be fair, yes, there was some wind and visibility was crazy because now once the festival's canceled, all 80,000 of us that were supposed to be there that day are yeah. like, so what do we do? <laughs> we're all wandering around. That yeah. means Ubers got really expensive. Yeah. And that means everything had a really long wait for everything. Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Everywhere had a wait. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but it would have been super convenient. Here's the tinfoil hat time. Mm-hmm. If something else was going on with that festival and they blamed the wind and they were like, mm, this is a likely excuse. They'd buy it. Look how dusty it is outside. We'll make a couple yeah. videos of people in some big wind gusts the same way Jim Cantori oh, comes down he here. Got caught doing like the walk, like the lean mm-hmm. to the wind and in the background, mm-hmm. someone's like walking just normal. Right. <laughs> Look how windy it is right here, specifically next to this palm tree. The most dramatic of all the trees. Yeah. The palm tree is the most dramatic of all the trees. (laughs) Can't trust the palm tree. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like, calm down, palm Cancel tree. Cancel the festival! <laughs> you're like... Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing uh-huh. palm tree. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Right. As so, I won't have to go into too much detail in this, but like when I lived in Colorado for a period of time, I worked... Like I also put on festivals and I ended up being like the marketing director slash coordinator of this company doing the same thing. And we would also put on multi-day festivals. A lot of them were outside and we had issues where like weather would come in or there'd be an issue with an artist or something along those lines. I'm sure you've experienced this too, mm-hmm. like working in radio and you coordinate these type of things. So this stuff is not uncommon, but I don't understand. And that's why I think like the tinfoil hat thing I think is very real because if I'm the festival, like, I don't know if shit's going like, first off, like you have to prepare for the weather. Like it's the fucking desert in Las Vegas. By the way, they have a million festivals there every single year. Like you have to take wind into an account. It mm-hmm. just, it is what it is. It's part of the terrain there. 
And with that being said, I don't know. I had a weird gut feeling that this festival was like kind of on, not like the shady side, but like like shoddily put together. Firefest for emo. Yes, this is what you said. You, said, you <laughs> called it Firefest for emo kids. And I was fucking laughing. So I'm like, yeah, that kind of seems like what it was. And if I'm them and I royally fucked up something on the first day, rather than admitting it and having everyone hate me, you can just blame it on the weather and then just it's can't, God, y'all. And cancel the whole thing. And then, yeah, you're going to lose money, but then you don't have like the whole backlash of being like, this is the worst fucking festival ever. And this is day one. Like what? No one should go. I mean, people are going to go to you know the next day and the following weekend, but like, it's going to have the worst reputation ever. So and you're going to get multiple documentaries made yeah, about you on all the streaming which, services. Yeah, but instead uh, now, Firefest. Yeah, but instead now you short term piss people off that we're going to be there day one. You refund their money and then you, you know, live to survive another day. So I don't know. My tinfoil hat is telling me that there is something else that was going on. And it's really shitty because like you said, Firefest for emo kids, there's 80,000 people walking around Las Vegas and now it's your first time there. Uh-huh. And so you're like, and we well, were what like the fuck taking we it do? out of Vegas. Yeah. But it's like, here's the thing. It's like one, it's your first time there. You had planned on at being at a festival all day long. So it's not like you have like a bunch of different clothes and shit to wear. You're like, dude, I was supposed to be literally busy for the next 12 hours. What the fuck do I do now? Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned, I didn't even receive all my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bet's heads are falling off. Um, so then, like literally flying home, I was like, okay. And then when I return, I'm going to yes. be wearing my sweatshirt from the festival yes. and these like bike shorts. Great. Yeah, perfect. Couldn't, couldn't buy that. Literally couldn't do any of that. And then what I also found was interesting, which is a thing that you don't think about unless you're in it, which you were, was there's a bunch of shows, right? That a bunch of the artists at the festival are doing at various- yeah, They announced pop-up shows. Yeah, at bars and clubs all over the city, which is great. But the issue is that once the festival's canceled, now uh, you know a venue that holds 200 people is going to have 2,000 people fighting to get inside. Oh, <laughs> and by the way, everyone's fucking pissed off and they're hammered. Yeah. Which by, And I don't want any part of that. I'm out. I don't yeah. want to get jostled. I'm not trying yeah. to get jostled in there. <laughs> no jostling. Anyways, I just think the whole story, like it, it was kind of fucked up, but I was laughing the entire time. So I was following along via your Instagram like, stories. Damn, she's so pissed. And it was just you like angry drinking your way through Las Vegas. And I was like, she's uh-huh. so not happy. And then I saw that I missed her call last night. And I was like, this is probably close to right when she landed. And she's fucking furious right now. <laughs> like you cannot get out of Vegas fast enough. Like oh, you really no. were like, get me the fuck out of here. And really it was the slowest I've ever left a city. Like from where we were staying, mm-hmm. we stayed in a different hotel uh, at the end of our trip. Okay. But when, from where we were staying to the airport, literally two miles. And it took us over half an hour to get Ooh. from there to the airport. We're like, we're going to miss this fucking flight. Yeah. And then they had like a shift change you in the middle of security. Oh Jesus. And so we got held up doing that. <laughs> and then they got persnickety about how Kim put her laptop in one of the bins going Going through security. Oh, really? We really almost missed our flight back. We finally get on the plane and we're like <gasps> winded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweating, uncomfortable. Not in our festival sweatshirts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we sat in the plane for a legit hour. I'm not exaggerating. Before it took off. Oh, so like, all what of are that. We, what are we doing? Yeah, what's going on here? Like at one point, half an like hour the festival, in. Were they, not, were they not updating I you? I guess. Like who's running? Nope. The festival people run the, run the planes too? I guess. Yep. <laughs> when we were flying. We see at, at one point. At least they you were like, doing that. Like half an hour in maybe, maybe 20 minutes. I don't know how long it had been. We see them like pull up with our suitcases. I'm like, would you, were what? those going to be on the plane? Yeah. It was an afterthought. That usually happens <laughs> when we board. <laughs> what the fuck is going on Right. Here? And so we're on the plane in reused clothes, just angry out of money like yeah get like get me, me the home. fuck out of here 
You know yes. what's bad? Like New Orleans is like the saving grace. Like, get me out of here. Where are you mm-hmm. going? New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> this place is a clusterfuck. Get me back to New Orleans. <laughs> this city is so disorganized and nothing makes sense. And I have been way too drunk. I'm losing my money. I need to go to New Orleans. Right. <laughs> Take me to a place where things make sense. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, so now I never, I, I haven't asked you this yet. How do you feel about Las Vegas in general now? Are you like, I'm cool never going back or going back under different circumstances? Are you still open to it? Because you had a very bad first experience. Like everything that could have gone wrong did. Yeah. I was in uh, Disney for adults. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Basically, yeah. Manufactured fun for adults. Yes. Yeah. That's the it. amount of like, lights and expensive facades of buildings that are brand new because they anything that gets remotely old they're like tear it down rebuild start over and then the like the organized movement of people yes like yeah you want to get across the street no you have to take three sky bridges to get there (laughs) you can't cross the road we don't trust you you dumb idiot yeah Take oh, you these. want to go to this restaurant? It's through this entire casino floor. And look at these machines lighting up. Don't you want to just throw a dollar in there and take a spin? Like, right. Jesus Christ. Man, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Um, I probably would go back. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one of our friends that was with us, there were three of us. Yeah. She's going to try again next weekend for the same festival. So your friend that was out there, is this the same one that was like, I got the hotel, but it didn't put your name on it. Yep. So... <laughs> Yep. Y'all are stuck waiting on me. It's like, okay, cool. How old are we now? You jostling me? <laughs> you jostling me, bro? I feel like I'm being jostled, bro. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right. I just want to point out that we've talked for a very long time about something that has absolutely nothing to do with yeah, food. Yeah, but you know what? I think, it, I think it's entertaining. And also, like, this was a festival that a lot of people were talking about and is still very popular and is still happening. So to get, like, an inside perspective of someone that was there who got completely fucked over first time ever in Las Vegas. Like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I, I don't know. You're, you're damned if you do damned if you, you don't. know, and I felt really bad and mad. And then this chick in a bathroom, like while we were <laughs> like, there was one place that like anybody who has a wristband, bring it and you'll get happy hour deal all day at this oh. craft beer place. Right. Okay. So we're all there together. And this one girl is telling me in the bathroom that she flew there from Israel. And I'm like, Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's actually worse for you than it was for us. Israel? Mm-hmm. People were there from all over the place. Okay, so just hearing that, I would be like, you know what? Kind of feel a little bit better now. You want to get drunk? Yeah, slightly. And then we just talked in the bathroom about how much we both love our city. And oh, cool. There you go. How this was a mess. And I was like, yeah, festivals in New Orleans, you just get like rained on and you put on shitty shoes and you leave them behind at Jazz Fest. You know? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine anything here being like, mm, the wind is getting kind of bad there was one time when there was a delay during voodoo mm-hmm. and there was one it was one day out of three yeah because there was lightning there was actively really the bad lightning mm-hmm. it was actually like storming it was horrible well, um, i remember i was in the media tent that year trying believe, to yeah. scoop up enough like moss and grass to fill some of the puddles so artists could get to the tent and so we could do an oh, interview oh shit with my bare hands yeah. just trying to like <laughs> who do i talk to oh, that girl scooping mud over there uh-huh, just follow yep. her handprints <laughs> yeah okay Good times. All right. So should we talk about food Let's since do, that's yeah. the whole point Let's of this podcast? Yeah. Therapy session's over now. All right. We very briefly touched on a story last week that we were like, we don't want to talk about this. Yes. But now we're going to talk about it since there's a follow-up. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to annoy you with it. <laughs> don't worry. It's not a fast food story. Okay. It's a celebrity food overlap. Mm-hmm. Last week, there was this whole thing 
about James Corden, mm-hmm. the carpool karaoke guy. Super annoying, family friendly. Show yeah. late night. Which show is his? I don't know. I think it's like the James Corden show, isn't it? <laughs> I'm James Corden and this is my show. <laughs> That's not like the entrance of Jackass. <laughs> now, I'm James now, Corden. Now. Now, 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 now. Like, what the hell? So, Anyways. The late, late show? Oh, okay. Sure. So well, what's late late for him? 1030? Ah, All right. He's British. I don't know. Okay. Time zones. Yeah. Um, no, he lives here. So the story was that uh, James Corden is apparently the most abusive customer that this restaurant has ever had since they opened 25 years ago. That's a bold statement, but all right. In 25 years, he is the worst, most abusive customer, mm-hmm. which seemed odd because he's the family-friendly guy who does carpool karaoke yeah. with all the celebrities. Who do you think he is, Ellen? Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, so apparently what happened is he went off on them saying... All this stuff, like, I guess I should just go in the kitchen and cook it myself and, like, berated this employee years ago whenever it was. And I don't know why this just recently was drawn out on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But this was happening last week when you and I decided we don't want to talk about it. Yeah, there was a lot of layers to it. It kept getting more and more weird. We were like, yeah, we're out. Because apparently the guy who was posting about it that owns the restaurant has some pretty controversial Yeah, he's involved in a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. And he's always saying, and then when he got called out, he like backtracked everything. I was like, I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't care to find out. Right. Well, apparently... James Corden got in touch with the guy. He called him directly. And then the owner made a retraction and like, Mm -hmm. we're all good. It's clear. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about what we thought behind the scenes really was going on. Like, I bet you lawyers are involved and like million percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now here's the full story. And I feel like I hate it even more. Yeah. He's now saying that the reason for his rude comment Mm-hmm. which to me sounds like more than just a comment. So he, he being if he James was, Corden. Yeah. Okay. James Corden says the reason for his, quote, rude comment, mm-hmm. which my interpretation only, you don't call somebody like the most abusive customer yes. with just one rude comment. No. <laughs> like there was probably an outburst, like berating. There yeah. was, it was probably like a whole episode. A yes. Yeah, there's, there's something going on there. Yes. Well, now he's kind of, I guess he called and apologized and all this stuff. And the guy that owns the restaurant says we're okay. Mm -hmm. But now later it's like, he's kind of making excuses for what he did, which to me nullifies the apology. Okay. You don't say, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But look, here's why I did it. Then a week later he's like, here's what's going on. Well, here's what's going on. Okay. He says- According to James Corden. According to James Corden. According to Corden. The reason for his rude comment at this restaurant in New York City- was his wife's food allergy. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm sorry, but it's my wife. And like, it's... <laughs> yeah. You're now kind of throwing somebody else under the bus, Kind right? of, because then it's... Yeah, because then it's kind of like putting it on the wife, even though it's your actions that allegedly caused this whole thing. I just don't know why they keep fucking talking about it. Like, does anyone genuinely care about this? All the shit that's going on in the world... Like on the brink of World War Three, and everyone's like, "Did James Corden apologize to that restaurant owner?" Who gives a fuck? <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, but, it's so out of control. But it also makes me wonder if, like, this was finally just kind of the Ellen thing. Yeah, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, can y'all all stop thinking that these people are good people? Again, this is just allegedly. This yeah, is allegedly. my tinfoil hat. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 
maybe it's been bubbling up under the surface for a while and they're like, yeah. yo, it's time for me to finally talk out against or speak out against James Corden, whatever. Maybe. I can totally see that, but I'm, are we ever really going to know? It's weird that you would apologize and a week later you come back and you're like, okay, well, the reason why I did is because my wife has all these allergies. Okay, so th- are you saying then that you, are you confirming that you did it and that you are apparently the most abusive person a restaurant has seen in 25 fucking years? Right. So that's a long, that's a lot, by the way, that's a big sample size of abuse. Like in 25 years, in New York city in New York, that's the worst person you've ever dealt with mm-hmm. is James Corden. Right. What does this guy do? Like take his shit and fling it like a freaking uh, chimpanzee right. across the restaurant. Like what's happening here? So yeah, he thought everything was chill apparently before the Instagram post, because apparently that, that day, that night, whenever this meal was at this restaurant, okay, they brought out a food thing that was wrong. Uh-huh. Apparently with her allergy. Okay. He, quote, made the rude comment. Okay. They tried to make it right, whatever. They brought out a bottle of champagne or something as an apology. And he said, quote, I've been walking around thinking that I hadn't done anything wrong, right? But the truth is I made a rude comment and it was wrong. It was an unnecessary comment. It was ungracious to the server. Okay. Okay. You know what really sucks Uh, on a... Well, not on a side note, talking about this specifically. What really sucks about like the server part there is that the server has nothing to do with what's getting prepared in the kitchen. Right. And this server is getting berated by James fucking Corden of all people, which if I'm getting berated by James Corden, I kind of just want to do like the thing that you do when you're kids. And I would just like put my palm on his forehead and just hold him away at arm's length. Mm-hmm. And he can just swing, swing his little midget arms to try to hit me. That's what I would do. Like <laughs> I don't James think that's Corden. That's the word we say anymore. We don't say midget arms. No, I think he's a little person. But but they are midgets. <laughs> okay, whatever. Little people midget arms. Anyways, that's what I would want to do to him because I feel like I, because that would be like a funny scenario in my yeah. head. But it's really shitty that that uh, the person that is serving the food is now being berated by this man where it's like, yeah. dude, I don't control any of this, but because, I'll, I'll bring you out some champagne right. and, and you're still yelling at me? Fuck off. Because the kitchen fucked up the egg yolk omelet. Yes. That's what it was. It was an egg, egg yolk, yolk omelet. omelet. Yeah. And he hasn't said, he did say like, oh yeah, well my wife has an allergy and that's why I made this rude comment. So, okay. Or you're just fucking rude. Right. Yeah. It sounds like you flipped out. And yeah. now you're using her as the kind of scapegoat. Like, yeah, but if she didn't have this allergy, Everything you know, I wouldn't cool. have been a terrible person that day. Yeah. And taking out a server has nothing to do with any of this. And the article points out that he hasn't specifically said what his wife's food allergy is. Apparently when they sat down, he said, like, my wife has a serious food allergy. Okay. I don't know. I started Googling. I'm like, can you be allergic to part of the egg and not the other. And today I learned that, yes, you can. I'm See, sure that, there's that somebody. That blows me away. That blows right. me away because you and I were like, I think if you're just allergic to eggs, you're allergic to eggs. Yeah. No, it turns out you actually can be just allergic to the whites, which is yes. fucking bonkers. Or just allergic to the yolks. Yes. I had never before reading this James Corden story heard of somebody ordering an egg yolk omelet. Never. I've heard of people saying egg white because it's like a healthier thing. Sounds like some bougie rich shit. Right. And if they don't get it right, you know what you should do? shit in your hand and throw it at the kitchen staff and then yell at them. And demand champagne. And demand champagne. And then still yell at them. That's my right as an American. But yeah, apparently the thing now is you can be allergic to egg yolks or egg whites or both. That's horrible. I'm, all, I'm already lactose. I don't want to. We talked about how like we've never been allergy tested before and I'm refusing to do it because I already know I'm lactose intolerant. I guarantee there's more out there. I'm not looking into it. Yeah. And then you're going to find out something yeah. very specific. Like you also can't have kidney beans. Yeah. Right. Like, what? It's like, 
maybe once a year, but now, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to make my life more depressing. Whatever. It kind of seems like James Corden is kind of a dick, and the way he has gone back on this apology makes it seem like he's kind of poning everything off onto his wife, which is also kind of weird, but whatever. I just want the, like, the Corden restaurant drama. I just want it to be over. Like, I don't care. Like, he seems like a dick. The restaurant owner seems like a really weird dude yeah. who was like also involved in like some really shit. Woody shit. Allen and all yeah. these people. Like, and I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I don't no. fucking care anymore. How about you go back to making food and you go back to doing shitty karaoke that nobody over the age of 14 should like? Problem solved. <laughs> and her, I mean, <laughs> good luck with your allergy. I, I don't know what to say. I yeah. feel like she's kind of caught in this. She's fucking fine. They have a private chef. They just right. every once in a while like to dabble and go eat with like the poor folk and walk around New York City and berate people in public. So yeah, I was Googling all about egg allergies tonight, not just because of her, <laughs> yeah. but because the next story, uh, a company in Massachusetts called Arcade Snacks mm-hmm. had to this year recall a bunch of packages of candy corn because they may contain undeclared egg. Oh, wow. Okay. So James Corden's wife, we should send her <laughs> right. some candy corn. But a- not from this place. <laughs> and yeah, this article says people who are allergic to egg may experience a possible life-threatening allergic reaction if they eat the company's candy corn. Yeah. What are you doing with eating candy, candy corn. corn. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah right, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing eating candy corn? What are you doing corn? eating candy corn, you here's psychos? The, yeah, here's the big question. Why are you eating wax? Bite into a candle, you freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why are there eggs around? Like, I, what I are you know. making? I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't know. Is I, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Um, it's unfortunate because an egg allergy is legitimately serious. Like, people can die from a peanut allergy. Egg allergies are actually, like, just as bad. It could range it from... Can, it can range. There's a spectrum. From being bloated, yes. from having diarrhea. Yeah, to being like, I need to go to hospital. Anaphylactic I need a, I need shock. I fucking EpiPen. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. really struggling here. So, it's just fucking crazy. But this should be everyone's lesson to not eat candy corn. Like, candy corn is disgusting. It really does taste like wax. I don't understand why people like it. I used to actually kind of like it a little bit, like in small doses. But you eat a couple of them, and you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's enough. enough. Oh, why was this bag two and a half pounds? Right. And it was only $1.67. One, because it tastes like shit. And two, because there's a bunch of egg in there. And if I'm allergic, I'm going to fucking die. So there's candy corn that goes into this traditional snack that my mom and I used to make every year candy for Halloween. candy corn bisque? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> So I bought the supplies and I'm going to make it and I'll bring you some next week because we'll record right after Halloween. Yes, yes. But it's like a trail mix specifically for Halloween, but it's also coated in, uh, they call it white bark, which is like melted down white chocolate. Okay. It sounds really bizarre. And I've realized- No, I know what white bark is. I'm just trying to picture like a trail mix Halloween candy that involves candy corn. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'll bring you some next week. We've decided though, mom and I, that we cannot call it anymore in 2022 what we used to call it because it's probably not pc anymore what is it we used to call it white trash (laughs) wait that's hilarious if i can say midget you can say white trash i don't think you can okay well i think i I just did so so i think i'm now calling it spooky snack (laughs) okay i hate actually spooky snack is a really clever name i really like that name it's all white like a ghost yeah like a spooky snack yeah it's but i think white trash is also hilarious oh would you like some white trash you're like this white trash is delicious like oh ashley you want to come over to this party like yeah i'll bring some white trash you're like how many plus ones are you bringing show up with a guy named clint and a bag of candy (laughs) 
He'll bring his own spit cup for his oh, chewing tobacco. Stop it. Stop it. It's just a it's just a Dr. Pepper can with the top ripped off. Okay, that's not necessary. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I'll bring you some bags of spooky snack. Like, see, that's spooky much snack sounds, yeah. It sounds more appealing than white trash. But anyways, I get where you're going. Yeah. yeah. So okay, be careful if you're in the areas of Massachusetts or Connecticut. Uh, watch out for arcade snacks and their candy corn because it may be eggy. Don't eat eggy stuff. I oh, I have a question now because now I'm in my head just thinking about midgets. <laughs> so bars that do like midget wrestling, like I'm pretty sure there's a bar like in Tigerland over in Baton Rouge that does it where like they oil them up and like they make them like wrestle each other. Do, are they not allowed to call that anymore? Do they have to call it like short people jostling? Is, is that what they have to call it? Do you want me to stop talking about this? You're so uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like the title on the flyer is the least of the concerns that this establishment should Midget have. Midget KY wrestling competition, three dollar cover Brought charge. Brought to you by KY. Is yeah. that? Are you saying this is a sponsored event? I don't know. I was thinking of that scene and um. I don't um, know if it was going to be KY or if it was going to be like Jello. No, it's got to be something disgusting like KY or some shit like that. But no, that's a real thing. They used to have like midget wrestling competitions at different bars and stuff. Are they not allowed to say that anymore? Is somebody out there listening, taking a drink every time he says it? And you, like, you can hear me shuddering from I behind I think the- short people jostling, though, is a really clever way. It's like spooky snacks. <laughs> like if I had a flyer, it's like short people jostling tonight. KY, you're like, whoa, what the fuck is that? It's only $3? Sounds like endless entertainment. That's a better value than a bag of candy corn. <laughs> Drink specials? Oh, my God. You get a shot of beer for $1.50 and I get to watch these short people jostle? Sign me up. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's maybe the first time I snorted as loud as I usually yeah. do on the podcast. Okay, yeah, that was a snort. All right. <laughs> I've been... Right. My secret's out. Secret's out. You're a snorter. You're a snorter. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever snorted. I think I've done it before, but uh, I don't think that loud. That did not sound like a first-time snort. I'm just N- no, no. I'm saying I, it, I do it all the time, and oh, I usually hide it on the podcast. Yes. So. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Cool. Well, there you're go. learning a lot of the the secret inside <laughs> things about both of us tonight. Okay. You can't let go of that word. No. I am a real loud laugh snorter. Yes. Great. I support short people, by the way. I'm not saying that to be like derogatory. I think it's little people. So I can't even say short people. I think. Okay. No, I'm thinking what they've like kind of officially decided. Raw midgets the, in our hearts. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. We're moving on slightly. <laughs> you know, we're going to keep talking about Halloween candy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to candystore.com, which is apparently a bulk candy order company. You can go order online at candystore.com. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this since 2007, selling out like a whole bunch of candy in big old bags. That was before Al Gore even invented the internet, so I don't even know. Wow, what was that <laughs> word? Internet. 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 It's me one, and my white trash pulling up to, the, to the short people jostling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Candystore.com. Candystore.com has been selling their candy since 2007, and they started accumulating data for the time right before Halloween to determine which candy is the most popular in the United States. Okay. And number one is unsurprising because it's the best. We talk about it all the time. It's got to be Reese's. It is. Okay. It's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It's the best. Top 10 candies in America, according to candystore.com. Number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Number two, Skittles. Number three, M&M's. Number four, Starburst. Number five, Hot Tamales. A little uh, curious for a top five list. It's a, it's an it's definitely like an outlier, but it is a good candy. I would just never expect it to be in that position. 
Yeah, and then they also determined the top candy in each state as far as Halloween sales period is concerned. Of course, and this is where it starts getting weird because I never trust these sample sizes. Right. First of all, I had never heard of this website before reading this story. What, CandyStore.com? Right. Okay. So I've never ordered from it. Yeah, same. Just go so to the I fucking store know, like a normal person. Right. I want to know what freaking weirdo in the state of Louisiana is skewing this data because the top three candies oh, for our state, no. as far as Halloween is concerned, from CandyStore.com, big okay. old bulk orders. Okay. I need to know what houses to avoid if I'm ever going trick-or-treating with children. You, you know? don't have to avoid mine because I got the goods today. Number three, mm-hmm. blow pops. Haven't seen a blow pop since 2009. I mean, seriously. I, When's the last time you had one? It's been at least 10 years. It's not one that I bought. Yeah, no. You know, it just like appeared or maybe it was like yeah, at the now, now bank or something. I don't know. I don't know if I ever even like bought a blow pop before. Right. It kind of just there. You're like, oh, I have one of these. It always came in like a trick-or-treating bag. Like when you're like, well, I mean, I guess. I do miss those commercials with the owl, though. That's a Tootsie Pop. Fuck. Blow Pop has the shitty gum inside. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, I am thinking of a Tootsie Pop, but I also am recalling Blow Pop at the same time. But those are really good. Because remember, I used to like eat them when I got to a certain point just to get to the gum. The gum is good for approximately five chews. And then you're like, oh, 100%. Out. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) So what hurt person in Louisiana is skewing the data that number three candy from candy score, but candy store.com is a blow pop candy score.com might be like a, some black web shit. That sounds like some triple X stuff. Yeah, candy score. Candy score. <laughs> Second on the list. Okay. We're back on track we're from six to midnight now. <laughs> candy store.com data for Louisiana. Number two candy is Reese's cups. I'm trying to get us back on. Please the, do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, Great. Reese's, Reese's Cups, totally normal. Number two. I'll accept that all day. You're like, but what could beat Reese's Cups? Yeah, not a lot. Fucking lemon heads? Wait, that's number one in that's Louisiana? That's what it is. In the state of Louisiana, according to candystore.com, for Halloween bulk candy purchase, number one, lemon heads. That's really weird. The weird part about lemon heads is that I feel like the people that like them are like diehard Lemonhead supporters. Like if you come across someone who lo- who likes Lemonhead, they don't just like them, they love them, and they will defend them to the death. But guess what? I don't ever see them just casually having some Lemonheads. It's a very rare occurrence. You don't really see it happening that often. Is there like a Lemonhead commune community, and that's the only place that ever got the flyers about candystore.com existing? And so they're I mean, You're just- ordering in bulk. That wouldn't make sense. I don't. I mean, I really <laughs> don't know. I just... I am not, I've talked, it was like, what, the first episode ever that we ever did when I like went off on sour candy yeah. because I don't like a lot of times the candy, it's, it's like they're making it so sour. It's almost like a flex and I don't enjoy it because it tears up my tongue and the roof of my mouth. And with lemon, like lemon heads don't do that, but like, I don't know, like Reese's are like far more palpable than uh, a lemon head is right. Like you can just, you can more easily eat a Reese's. So I don't understand who the fuck out there is buying this shit in bulk. Like, I don't know. This you is mean weird. with a Reese's, you can black out and accidentally have finished the whole bag? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. <Honestly>. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that a real story that you've done? Depending on the size of the bag. Like, okay. There's one time. Family that, size. Oh, not in one sitting. Okay. Two. Like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I, I have. 
I bought my second round of Halloween candy last week. Yeah, I just bought two family size bags today. I'm not hating on you. I just want to get that size that you bought. I think that you saw that you posted. Yes, I bought one of those last week, yeah. but I also bought a, a small bag of the Reese's pumpkins. Okay, gotcha. And that was the second purchase of the Reese's pumpkins because uh, I already finished. Oh, you already the first, crushed I ate the it first myself. One. I was See, like, these are for the trick or treaters. Yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not. You pers- first off, you might might not even be home for trick or treaters to show up. You're probably going to be out doing something social. And guess what? And I have a bunch of candy. We're all lying to ourselves here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I live right next to the crazy Halloween <laughs> house, so I gotta have candy. There's all, all these kids are gonna be here. <laughs> Has already eaten one bag. Um, no, I mean, I totally get it. And I found out today that Party City is buy one, get the other one 40% off. So they're encouraging you to buy these This podcast giant... brought to you by Party City. I wish it was. Can you imagine that <laughs> discount? Give us money. Oh even, my God. even candy store. Fuck it. Even candyscore.com. Give us <laughs> yes. money to talk about you. <laughs> yes. Okay. We, we need to get Candy Score to sponsor this. Yeah, that, that's what we need. Our ad break. All of a sudden, <laughs> no. I have a totally different voice. <laughs> 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 I do use a different part of my voice I, when I'm I, well aware. Not yeah. just that. I mean, but like when people pay me to do their phone, uh, not that. Kind oh, of phone. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? No, Jesus. like th- I do like hold messages and That's stuff how you for pay companies. For the VIP tickets to the <laughs> emo fest. So all makes sense now. I bet you candyscore.com would pay out really well. But no, there's. They, they probably would. There's a, uh, a, a hotline, I guess. Not. <sighs> I'm not making it everything you say just further I know. incriminates yourself. Worse, yeah. worse, worse. <laughs> Hire a lawyer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, like there's an insurance like helpline okay. in Canada, specifically Saskatchewan, Canada. Very specific. That my voice greets you, tells you when they're closed, yes. tells you the buttons to press. Yes. Like, did you know we now offer blah blah blah? Like yes. things like that during the hold message. Yeah, yeah. There's a different part of my voice that I use for that than when like you and I are talking about the podcast. Well, yeah. Ab- okay, that makes total. And sense. And then same thing with CandyScore.com is <laughs> a whole different. Yeah, that was a whole other plane. I was like, we need to not look each other in the eyes for the next five minutes. <laughs> we need to power through this. <laughs> Not trying to get sponsored by CandyScore.com. Now we have to work in like naughty stepmom ads in between talking about Reese's Cups. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I know you're not really stuck in the couch cushion. I've seen this before. Anyways. It's a real thing. I would tell people to Google it, but you shouldn't. All right. That is snort number two. We're on a heater. I need sleep you so need badly. Sleep. Yeah, you need sleep. You're crying pretty hard right now. <laughs> We're almost done, though. Look, the other point of this story is that officially um, they listed the worst candies in uh-huh. the United States, and apparently candy corn has been unseated. It is not the worst candy in America anymore. The worst. And here's, you know how they say on the internet lately, it's like, oh, my toxic trait is that blah, blah, blah. Yes. And right. it's always like something that's not really a toxic trait. Right. It's like, we get it, dude. You think you're fucking awesome. Right. My toxic trait is that I'm actually a fan. I thought you were going to do the, the was it Kylie Jenner? But like, my toxic trait is that I'm naturally gorgeous. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even say that was her natural. I mean, that was her toxic no, trait. Know, but she, she just thinks that's true about that herself. She said that she's naturally gorgeous. Right. Like, yes. well, all the shit in your face, yeah. you know, might say otherwise. Yeah. Uh, no, apparently the worst candy is not candy corn anymore. It has been unseated by something that I actually like. Which is? Circus peanuts. This is such a highly debate because I, um, I have some friends that thoroughly enjoy circus peanuts. I'm kind of indifferent to them, but I also, I don't know. I don't, but here's the thing. I don't eat them and think this is the worst candy ever. So I'll give you that. Now, but how often do you buy them? 
I mean, like you say you enjoy them, but you're buying the pumpkin Reese's. Yeah, I don't think I go out of my way ever to purchase them. It's always like they're hanging by some checkout yes. at a, a random place. But if or they're like, there, you'd pick them up, right? They came yeah. across like your line of sight. And you're like, oh, why not? It's been a while. Yeah, okay. to the point where like I used to have a childhood nickname for these. And it was like kind of a special thing when they were present in a store. I'm like, oh, we have to get those. Mm. Do you remember what the nickname was? Was it like, a, was it a spoonism? Is that what it's called? Spoonerism? A spoonerism. Mm-hmm. We're mixing the things That around. would be Perkis C-Nuts. Mm. But that's not what it was. No, no, yeah, it's not. I called them boots. You just call them, oh, they, yeah, that's fair. They kind of look like. Little boots. Little shoes, yeah. yeah like look like little boots. Right, so yeah. I called them boots. So yeah. every once in a while, my mom and I will still buy each other a bag of boots. <laughs> it's actually really adorable. I got you some boots. <laughs> we don't buy each other shoes. It's We bought each other the worst candy in the United States of America. Yeah. I so. bought you the thing that people shit on the most. <laughs> got you a bag of boots. Uh-huh. 37 yeah. cents. Yeah. Uh, and next to the checkout at Hobby Lobby. Oh, that's where they hold it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Or like one of those little spinners in, um, if you ever show up at a Cracker Barrel and they have all these what? bizarro candies. It's been so long. Right. Yeah. They also have them in some gas stations. Okay. Next yeah, I can the, see that. The um, the peach rings and stuff oh like that. Oh my God. I, those those are like a top five all-time candy for me. I love, right. cause I love, well, I love peaches, but I also love anything peach flavored. So like mm-hmm. peach tea, the peach rings. All of that stuff is delicious. God, I forgot about the peach rings. I also realized the other day, I don't know why I just realized this, but I legitimately, every time I go to the store, no matter what I'm getting, even if it's like a couple of groceries really quick or paper towel, whatever, I always get candy. Every And I always get two. One to eat on the way home and one that I throw in the fridge and eat like two hours later. But I just now realized... I've been doing this for years. Yeah, you've have been like training yourself and rewarding yourself to go to the grocery yeah. store. I mean, Pavlov's dogging myself? What uh-huh. the fuck is wrong with me? It's like my own science experiment. I have issues. But yeah, I realized, because I, I, um, I went to the store yesterday to pick up a couple of things. I went to uh, Canseco's down the street, mm-hmm. and I was like, one Reese's peanut butter cup and a Twix for later. And then today I go to Party City to like look at Halloween shit, and I end up walking out like family-sized bags. But that's a normal thing, because that's Halloween stuff. But every time I go to the store, you I'm li- literally just confessed to me that you don't get trick or treaters here either. No, so. I no, I openly, I even said that like I posted on Instagram today. I'm like, I don't get trick or treaters in my neighborhood. I just don't. This candy is for me, and I also am the guy where I will turn off all the lights in my house and pretend like I'm not home <laughs> while you're eating the candy <laughs> while inside. I'm eating the candy. <laughs> we had a family tradition, a weekly thing every Sunday night growing up, like. I have also certain categories of candy in my head based on this tradition. Like a like a food pyramid, but of candy hierarchy? Kind of. Okay. And like, you know how when you prepare certain foods, you're like, this side goes well with that food. And it yes. wouldn't make sense to have that side with certain other foods. Yeah. Like, it, it just, they don't go, yeah. right? Yeah. By all means, they probably could, but that's just not what you associate. I have certain candy that in my brain is popcorn candy. Okay. Because every Sunday night of my childhood, our dinner was popcorn, each a candy, like one for my dad, one for my mom, one for me. Yes. And we'd watch a movie together. Wait, I remember you telling me about this. And would you melt chocolate to put in no. the- No. You wouldn't, no. You would just eat it by- Like, okay. and I went through phases. Like my dad's candy every single time, always, Still? is Hershey's chocolate with almonds. Oh, Interesting. Mine sometimes would be like a Reese's, sometimes mm. would be a Snickers. Did you ever go through a Kit Kat phase? 
Kit Kats go really well with popcorn. They do, but that was never something that I would say okay. like, oh, this is the candy that I want this week. Gotcha. Okay. But I would, as much as my mom and I like boots, <laughs> circus peanuts, <laughs> yeah. that's not popcorn candy. No, it's not popcorn. But, you do the, not buy that well, for text, Sunday night. The texture of it as well. Like you want to switch up a little bit from the popcorn. Right. It's kind of too similar. Right. Yeah. So that's not popcorn candy. No, it's not. That's like you found it at a gas station candy and you eat it yeah. like- now, a little snacky. Now that I think about it, because I enjoy going to the movies by myself. It's mm-hmm. like I get to turn off my phone for two hours mm-hmm. and just whatever, and I get to nerd out. And I love like the Butterfinger, like the, like the crunch, the little like bites. the bites. Yeah. Those are great popcorn candy. Mm-hmm. Love those. They, they go great. If like, I eat a little bit of the, of the Butterfingers, then I get like a handful of the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Makes a great little melody in my mouth. I eat all that. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Have a giant Coke that's like 48 ounces and drink yeah. that. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, literally dinner was popcorn candy and Coke. So sometimes, Every Sunday. Yes. Yeah, so when I'm feeling like homesick or ever. lazy or whatever, yeah. Sunday night you can bet that I'm eating popcorn. Popcorn candy. Mm-hmm. Is it, can what the, did you, did y'all do soda too? Yep. Okay. Was it, did you switch that up as well? Like, did you, it was always Coke until I became mm, addicted to Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. Yeah. So yeah, you DC it up pretty hard. Yeah, okay. I do. All right. All right. So yes. Anyway, we're talking about Halloween candy. Yes. And I just derailed the whole thing into. Well, no, I mean, this at least has made sense instead of us talking about fake porn sites. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least we're on track with this somewhat. Jesus Christ. <sighs> I know I already did a recall story about candy corn, but I have one more because you ever have something where you think that the the targeted like intention has totally backfired? All the time, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very misunderstood over here. <laughs> right. This month, Nestle recalled a product due to it potentially being full of plastic pieces. Okay. And I wasn't like, oh, no, this is so bad. I was like, wait, wait, tell me more about this product that you're recalling because it sounds great. I've never heard of it before. Okay. Chocolate chip cookie dough, but it is the Nestle Toll House stuffed chocolate chip cookie dough with fudge filling. Okay. I've never heard of this. I don't know what you mean. It's, it's stuffed and it sounds amazing. Yeah, I want all of that, but too bad. It's also stuffed with stuffed apparently plastic. plastic. Yeah, Jesus. It's like, I'd risk it. That sounds great. I think I'd risk it too. What I really have liked uh, this, t- I, and I feel like this wasn't around even last year, but this year, the joke is like all the memes are like, be careful of what you get from strangers because <laughs> yeah. I found X in, in my, my kids candy. In my Halloween. kids candy. And like, it's a picture of like an open Kit Kat and inside will be like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like this is so dumb. <laughs> right. But I laugh at every single one of them. This is a real thing with cookie dogs where there's like chunks of plastic in there that could actually harm you. So yeah. I kind of, yeah, whatever. It's, it's all good. I didn't know they did uh stuffed cookie dough. That's a new concept to me. I feel like, I always, I always do get the Toll House, but I just go, I go traditional chocolate chip. But I'm also the type where I'm like, pan of cookies while also like shoveling raw cookie dough into my face hole. Because for me, it's not even about making cookies; it's about just eating raw cookie dough, which I know is horrible for you. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. Oh no, I'm not judging. Yeah, you no, know the it's number delicious. of. Do you buy it in the the what do you call it? No, the slice the, and bake ones? No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, the no. slice and bake. No, not, I go not, full not, log. No, 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 full log. No, I don't do the pre-slice <laughs> shit. Because I don't like being told how much right. I can get at a time. Right. Don't tell me what no. my serving size yeah. is. Yeah, I like to literally take my hand like a fat kid, and I just grab as much as I can. I just eat it while I'm trying to make cookies. A lot of times, I don't even make cookies. I'll just like eat a bunch of cookie dough, put it back in the fridge, and Wait, just snack mean, on it. What do you mean take it in your hand? I want to know more about like your I open up, So first off, I can never open up the tube the right way. So I always get that little metal part fucked up, and then have, I- 
Have we talked about this? No. I'm having weird deja vu no, right no, no. now. Maybe you had a dream about this when you were in Vegas, not going to your festival. I don't know what to do. <laughs> that was me. I'm sorry. Too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> but like, I always have an issue opening it. So I always have to, I always end up taking like a little steak knife to it. And then I always fuck up the wrapper, which is fine. Cause it gives me an excuse to take my finger, kind of clean out the inside of the plastic. And then I just start squeezing it like toothpaste out of the tube. We have a thousand percent talked about this before we because have? I had friends on the side be like, what is wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. To an- Guess what? A year plus later, um, if they're still listening, there's a lot wrong with me. Yeah. I don't remember talking about this though. I'm sure we have. My memory is shit. I'm sure there's somebody that'll be like, yep, you talked about this in episode number nine or yeah. like whatever it was. Yeah. Ne- episode number whatever. And yeah. So guess what? Now you know I'm not lying because I'm telling the same story and I remember <laughs> telling it the fucking first time. So yeah, no, I have an issue. I can never, the rappers for some reason, they always give me a really hard time, but it's also kind of an excuse to like kind of clean out the plastic and squeeze the fucking cookie dough like toothpaste. I just get like, I put it in the freezer, the cookie dough. Oh yeah, like a okay. Uh, you're so you're eating the shit like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that too soon of a? I think so. Can probably. I not? Come on, man. There's so many jokes out there. I can't say midget. Can't make Jeffrey Dahmer jokes. This world fucking sucks. You don't let me do anything you on this podcast. Can't do anything. I'm gonna go eat my. I don't even have cookie dough to go eat after this. Right. They took it away because it was full of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> you still try to eat it anyways. <laughs> Look, I'll pick it out my teeth. You know, yeah. there's things that I eat like seafood gumbo that occasionally have little shells in it. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that right. happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A little crap shell. Like, that's fine. I'll just pick that yeah. out. Yeah, I get that. That's fine. But plastic, probably no bueno. Stuffed chocolate chip cookie dough with fudge filling. I didn't even realize you could do that. Like, uh, when you... Oh, see, here's the thing <laughs> for you and me, it wouldn't even make it to the oven. So I wouldn't know the wonder of like a hot fudge stuffed. No chocolate chip. Don't cookie. get me wrong. That prize sounds amazing. I don't have the patience for it. I'm just going to eat the cookie dough. I'm also trying to understand if it's a log like we're describing. Yes. It would just be a ploop of fudge in the middle when you cook it. Right. Cause I'm guessing so. And le- they would have to like, unless it was balls. Squeeze, of- I-, I don't know. They would have to like somehow like hollow out the middle and inject fudge into the center of but the it have log. To be little balls. Yeah. I because don't know. if you're doing the log and you slice it like I do yeah. and you put that on the, see, I don't even go that far. So at least you do something that resembles somewhat of a normal human being. <laughs> you're scooping it out with hands like and a fucking tube of toothpaste, just right into my hand and right into my face. No, mm. no, 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 it's not how it's supposed to work. I'm just disgusting and have issues. So yeah, I don't talk to my therapist about this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, is this normal, Melissa? <laughs> that part is her actual name is Melissa. So it's kind of a... Anyways, all right. It's a, an ad for your therapist yeah, right there here you go. In, in this podcast. Shout, shout out to Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> Who's not paying you yeah. to talk about her Not at all. Yeah. I wonder if she listens to the podcast. <sighs> I'll find out soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's either going to say something or it's going to be real weird. And I'm going to be like, all right, I just got to say something because uh, there's some tension going on here. And I made some joke. I'm sorry I said your name. <laughs> oh, man. I'm crying if you can't tell. <laughs> okay. All right. That's it for my food stories. Last thing was plastic cookie dough. Yep. So our food high and low moments of the week. 
uh, let me go first because you were in Las Vegas and you actually did some cool stuff. Okay. I mentioned, so you brought up the beginning of the episode, um, the St. John, so St. John restaurant here uh, in New Orleans. Love it. It's great because the food's really good and it's also really affordable. And it's like the sister restaurant to Grigri, also in New Orleans, very mm-hmm. good. They had a event with Wild Turkey that I got to go to and it was awesome. And I wanted to just, so I wrote down, uh, two of the highlights, which of course were just different plates that I had. Uh, the smoked venison tenderloin with the citrus cured foie gras, incredible. And it was all paired with different bourbons, which made everything even better. And a Creole cream cheesecake, which I always just love. Mm. So forgot to take uh, latte before I went in. But surprisingly, <laughs> it did pretty good. So don't know how, but you know, someone was looking out for me that night. But yeah, that, um, that event was incredible. And I'm just a big fan of that restaurant in general. Everyone there is just awesome. And uh, yeah, had a really, really good night. So that was my, and you know, I don't really have a low. So I'm going to cop out here. I mean, if my low, I guess, is before I started this uh, recording tonight with you, I ate half a Chipotle burrito and a handful of uh, chocolate-covered coffee beans from Trader Joe's. And that was my dinner. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I don't have time to cook. So I'm going to crush this burrito and some coffee beans and grab a beer. And that's where I'm at right now. So that's still higher of a low than my low. Interesting. Okay. My low is when I said we were coming home and it took us forever to get to the airport. It took us forever to get through the airport. It Uh took us forever to take off. Our plan that day was to eat something in the airport. Nope. No time for that. No time. So even though you sat on the tarmac for an hour, right. We could have been eating in the airport. Yeah. 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 So that was the thing. We were not only so mad about the festival. We were trying to get home. We were now hangry. Oh, so your low was you could not even eat even though you were actively trying to. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cause we thought like no need to eat in the hotel where there's a bunch of places to eat. We'll eat at the airport. Yeah. Problem solved. Two birds are one stone. You're going to be there regardless. Truly. We should have gotten food in the hotel before we got into the Uber. I don't care about the backseat of your car. I'm going to eat this food in the backseat where we're going to be for over half an hour going two miles. Yeah. No, there's a ton of construction out there and it all depends on where you stay. So you never, it's a total roll of the dice. Yeah. And it was all the sad people trying to get home from this festival that a lot of us missed. Yes. And then some of the people in the airport who did get to go. So they were flaunting their festival clothes. We were, hangry we didn't have breakfast we were stuck in the long ass security line took forever to take off i asked them for two of the little snacky packs on southwest Mm -hmm. the little like like, oh can i get one more of those yeah i had to wait till he came back the second time oh i always ask right up front like oh would you like crack i'm like yeah can i get two yeah no i was like yeah no problem but here's the thing that i didn't point out the lowest low point of this whole thing is that vegas is a pepsi city Oh shit! You know and what? for oh. someone who is wildly addicted to diet coke, yes, the first time that I got to drink a diet coke after all that was on that shitty flight home. I was like, diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I didn't even I didn't even honestly think about that because I was never in a position to where I was like seeking out soda while I was there. I didn't even think about the fact that like Pepsi has a fucking chokehold on Las Vegas. That's so weird. Like even the vending machines in the hotels, like our, our second hotel room, when we get off the elevator, I'd know which way to go. Cause I would have to pass by that shitty Pepsi machine on the way to the room. Yes. To the point where if I ever wanted a soda to like perk me up for caffeine, whatever, I was only drinking root beer in Vegas. Oh, what? 
You're right. in such a weird place. Because I'm like, just walking around Diet drinking Coke, root beer. And they're like, is Diet Pepsi okay? And I'm like, it's not. And you know no, it's, it's not. It's never okay. It's never okay. So there's a point where I drunkenly asked a server at like a nice steak place. I was like, you got any root beer in that gun? Because we had sat at the bar. That's hilarious. <laughs> what just, you shooting over there? It just came out really weird and I didn't think about <laughs> Wait, it before. did you seriously say, do you got any root beer in that gun? Uh-huh. Wow. Talking about the soda gun. No, I, we no I get what you're saying, I, but thank you for explaining it. I would have been like, I understand. He goes, I, uh, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> probably saw the desperation in your eyes and was like, holy shit, get this girl a like, glass of At this of root point, beer. I know better to even... Not even try for the Diet Coke. Yeah. You got any root beer in that gun? Got any root beer in that gun? That might be the episode title. I need to make a note of that. I think the high was this, like, the last night we were there, we went to this place that an Uber driver recommended when we first landed. Okay. He was like, look, if you ever get to a point where you're just not trying to spend a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And you just want to like, eat. dude, now, now's the yeah, point. Now's the point. We're there. We, we, after the day of not having it. And then like, we did some stuff that was really expensive and we we're like, let's go back to that place that that yeah. man recommended when we first got here. Yes. Before we knew everything was shit. Yes. <laughs> well, you still had hopes and dreams. Right. Right. Um, it's this Italian place that's really close to the Flamingo, which is where we were staying at the beginning because mm-hmm. that's where the drag show was. Yes. Um, it's this place called Batista's Hole in the Wall. Okay. I like the name. The name's great. So it's Italian meets like TGI Fridays with the amount of stuff all over the walls. Okay. Uh, a lot like of, pieces uh, of flair. Pieces of flair. Yeah. Not wearing a lot of flair today. Here's your flair. Right. Yeah. Kind of dark in there. Um, there's a lot of celebrity photos that they stopped updating in the 70s. Sounds like Lafitte's, but a steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's an Italian place where like the menus are like up on the walls and stuff. Interesting. You get a, your choice of red or white wine with the meal. Oh, easy. Their house wine, red, yeah, obviously. Red, yeah. yeah I mean, steak, like a normal person. Well, we weren't eating steak that night. We were just eating Italian stuff. And, okay. and cool. Kim got lasagna and I got chicken parm that was like a piece of chicken the size of my face i did see you post the chicken parm and it did look fantastic like we learned our lesson it was the cheapest meal we had the entire time and we could have honestly split one entree yeah and how good was it it was so good it hit all of the sad spots in our soul after not going to the sad people festival yeah so even while you're eating that you're like this trip sucked, but God damn, this meal is good. Right. We were sad that we hadn't gone earlier yes. and taken leftovers back to the room yeah. because that would have been great hangover food. Yeah. But when she, she's like, she, do you want to take all this home? We're like, no, no, because now in we the have morning. to leave and now I'm leaving this place behind and I right. can't bring the food with me. Right. So even everything is good. Yeah. Yeah. And Timing. we went to a really smoky karaoke bar right after that anyway. So mm-hmm. that wouldn't have. No. Held up well. Just so. hanging out at a smoky karaoke bar, yeah. just hand fisting yourself some chicken parm. Chicken in the parm with a taste of cigarette. Oops. Just like that. Side of root beer in that gun. <laughs> Got root beer in that gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, lady, get out of here. Get out of here, you yeah. weirdo. Yeah, you get out of here, you weirdo. There's like somebody in the corner, like smoking parliaments. You're like, that's normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I didn't parm. even tell you really about the steak place but we had ordered like a a bottle of prosecco and we were having like steak tartare and our delicious steaks and the sides and all this stuff and i'm like got any root beer in that gun (laughs) (laughs) get out (laughs) miss get out Uh, who let you in here you gotta go like listen we're in a pepsi town i'm just trying to survive (laughs) 
It's like Mad Max out here. Just lack a of Diet Coke, Coke girl in a Pepsi town. <laughs> Making do on some root beer. <laughs> Brought my white trash. <laughs> Got my white trash with me. Y'all know where I can find some midget wrestling? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Top me off with some root beer. All right, we're done. Yeah. You should shut it down. We're, we're shutting it down. Uh, we appreciate when you follow us and talk to us on social media. We are at PTE Pod. Wherever you listen to your podcast, if you could like, share, rate, review, share with your friends. Um, God, I'm sorry. Uh, and we will talk to you next week. Come back for seconds. <laughs>